Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and we're having uh, one of my favorite people in ministry, one of my heroes of the faith that you hear me quote quite often on Hope is Here. Pastor Wally Rendell is going to be with us and uh, just amazing. He just recently celebrated his 80th birthday and he was preaching. Uh, he's just such a gifted communicator and had such impact on my life and thousands of others and preached this sermon uh, I saw on uh, social media called The World's Greatest Need is Hope. And so I've asked him to come and share that with us today and tomorrow. And, uh, you know, Wally, uh, there's a lot of things that's overrated in life, but hope's not one of them, is it? No, that's exactly right. And uh, <clears throat> I thank you, Greg, for your ministry. Hope is here. I know that it's a uh, it's a breath of fresh air every day for so many people, and uh, just thank you for for your ministry. And I'm delighted to be here and talk about hope. Um, there is a famine of hope in the world today, and uh, so we just can't talk too much about it. You know, I have a book in my library and entitled "Life's Little Instruction Book." 511 tidbits, just they're just uh, one line uh, ideas about uh, what we need to do in life. And for instance, just on one page it says vote. You turn a page once in life on a convertible. Maybe on the next page, life's little instruction book, whistle, eat prunes, learn how to type, forget the Joneses. Read carefully anything that requires your signature. Remember the large print giveth and the tiny print taketh away. <clears throat> and someone said, again, this little book has, don't ever watch hot dogs or sausage being made. And that's, uh, but then on one page it said, never deprive someone of hope. Mm -hmm. It may be all that they have mm -hmm. left. And, uh, that's true. I laughed when someone said there's four things that you need in life to make it in life. Duct tape, Alka-Seltzer, WD-40. My wife Barbara would say you've got to have Andy Griffith reruns. But you know, you need more than just duct tape or Alka-Seltzer, WD-40. Andy Griffith reruns. You need hope. And uh, so the world's greatest need Legendary Methodist preacher Charles Allen once said, Never say that a situation is hopeless. To do so is to slam the door in the face of God. <clears throat> and that's so true. What oxygen is to the lungs, hope is to the soul. And you can survive without a lot of things, but you, you cannot live without hope. I thought it was interesting when I read about a former president of Sloan Kettering Universities once told a medical convention, <clears throat> said, my father was a country doctor. And we now know, scientifically speaking, that he didn't carry a thing in that black bag that would cure anybody. But people got well because he patted them on the back and said you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. The hope he inspired 
release the body's amazing power to heal itself. Hope. You're going to be okay. Remember when my sister, <clears throat> uh, sister-in-law, uh, Evelyn, was critically ill. She was in Miami Valley Hospital in Dayton, Ohio, critically ill, unconscious. We didn't know whether she would survive or not. We were there to visit her many, many days. She'd make a little progress, and then there would be a back set. <clears throat> One day, my wife went down to the the little uh, store there in the hospital where you could buy various things and candy bars, gum, and maybe little bits of flowers or words of encouragement. And she came back carrying just one word. It was a plaque that had the word hope on it. Mm. And she put it in the room where my sister-in-law was, where Evelyn was, so that if she did open her eyes and began to wake up, that would be one of the first words that she saw. Hope. Mm -hmm. We wanted Evelyn to know that there was hope. And we wanted her doctors and nurses, when they came into the room, we wanted them to see the word hope. Don't give up. Don't give up on Evelyn, please. <laughs> I remember a man who went to Cincinnati Bible Seminary by the name of Jim Fell. <clears throat> he was diagnosed with polio um, right when he went to uh, enroll at Cincinnati. He was feeling ill. During the enrollment process, he went to the doctor, and the doctor diagnosed him with polio. This was back in the day when they didn't, back before we had the vaccine and the way that they treated polio back then oftentimes was through the, with iron lung treatment. And so Jim Fell, instead of enrolling in the Cincinnati Bible Seminary, would spend the next three years in Cincinnati hospitals, three months in an iron lung. And he would never walk again. For the rest of his life, this young man would be confined to a wheelchair. <clears throat> When he started to get well, he I remember Marshall Leggett, uh, pastor of Broadway Christian Church, saying that he prayed a prayer, Lord, if you can have, if you can use half a man, can you use me? Seemed like the Lord answered that prayer, yes. And so Jim Fell re-enrolled in Cincinnati Bible Seminary. He graduated in 1959, salutatorian. He re-enrolled in CBS in the graduate school for a year or so and then got a job at Standard Publishing in Cincinnati, writing youth material. But it wasn't long until Jim Fell became editor of the Standard Lesson Commentary. When he retired in 1994, that book was selling 330,000 copies a year, always on the bestsellers list. Jim Fell fell in love with Donna Overton. They married, met at Cincinnati Bible Seminary. God blessed them with three children. Due to the ravages of polio, the doctor said that he probably 45 years would, at best, would be all that he would live. And uh, 
the reason that I was thinking about this story, he just passed away a month or two ago. He was 88 years young. And at his memorial service, his son Adrian shared, had three children, and Adrian, his oldest, his son, shared, <clears throat> when I asked my dad, how did he not give in to the dark thoughts of self-pity, hopelessness? How did... How did how was he how did he manage to hold on to hope? And Adrian said that his response was one of the most profound things that my dad ever said to me. When I asked my dad, how was it, Dad, that you had hope, that you didn't give in to despair? He said, My dad said. I committed myself to be in church every Sunday when humanly possible. And so in his wheelchair, every Sunday with his children at his side and his wife, Donna, they would make their way to church. He said, it was my contact, my fellowship with God's people in my church that sustained me. When we're thinking about hope, holding on to hope, there are many practical ways, many practical things that we could think about. <clears throat> Staying in the Word of God and in prayer and being around hope-filled people, but for Jim Fell, it was going to church every Sunday. Being with God's people. You know, we sing, What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. The church is God's family on earth. And to those listening, let me remind you that you were not made simply to believe, but we are made to belong. A Christian without a church family is an orphan. So maybe as I think about hope today and the world's greatest need, maybe for you it's an encouragement that uh, I'm going to be with God's people on God's day in God's house to fellowship, to share, to sing, to listen to the preaching of God's Word and together about the Lord's table. I know today, and I thank God for the online church. And there's many people that cannot go to church on Sunday because of infirmities, because of illness, for whatever reason. Um, and so I understand, and the online church is so very important because you're able to, you're able to tune in, you're able to be in church online. But. For most of us, we can get up on Sunday morning, wake up, get up, dress up, show up, and open up our hearts to worship and to the preaching of God's Word. As the preacher preaches up and the Holy Spirit powers up. That happens when we go to church. 
The Apostle Paul said, don't give up meeting together, but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So, you know, the world's greatest need, hope. The church is God's hope center on earth. And uh, I know Greg is, uh, leads this program, his Hope is Here ministry. He's also pastor of Gardenside Christian Church. And I want to put in a, I want to put in a word of encouragement. Uh, if you don't have a church, you're here in the Lexington, the greater Lexington area, and you may be thinking in your mind and your heart, you know, I need to do what Jim Fell did. I need to be with God's people on God's day. I want to encourage you to stop by Gardenside Christian Church. Greg is a great preacher. They have a great worship service. God is doing a real unique and special thing at Gardenside. And maybe that's the place where you could plug in. So again, the world's greatest need is hope. I think you can find that in God's church on God's day. Thank you for letting me share with you today. That was Wally Rendell, one of my heroes of the faith, uh, talking to us uh, about hope. Uh, Wally was the founding pastor of Southern Acres Christian Church, uh, just developed he and his precious wife Barbara, a wonderful ministry there. And uh, 40 years, just thousands of people come to know Jesus, and uh, he comes and visits at Garden Side, even though he's uh, just been retired just for a few years, because he also pastored Jessman Christian Church, and got to know Wally when I was executive pastor at Northeast Christian Church, where he helped us as an interim there. But the good news is, Wally's going to be back with us again tomorrow, and we're going to talk some more about hope. So for Wally Rendell, I'm Greg Horn. We'll see you tomorrow on Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. CMI is your full-service human resources provider in Central Kentucky. For 15 years, CMI Human Resources has taken great pride in helping organizations and people work. Whether it's employee handbooks or help in filling a position, no job is too large or too small for CMI. Contact the professionals today at CMI Human Resources, 859-296-2800 or online at cmiconsulting.com.